The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. For boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPN Eagles to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin coming off a 42 to 30 loss to the Kansas city chiefs with the Carolina Panthers right around the corner. We're going to recap the chiefs game, move past that and preview uh, preview. Obviously Carolina get excited for the matchup against the Carolina Panthers kick things off with Rob. Rob, we didn't think the chiefs were, were, we didn't really think we were going to beat the chiefs. Granted, I did predict us to uh, beat the chiefs, but that was more out of just pride. I wasn't going to release a podcast with all four of us uh, picking against the Eagles. I had to represent now watching that game. It never really felt like the Eagles were going to win that game, even though they were up, even though they had opportunities to strike pretty frustrating game. But for me, it was just simply the defense. The defense is horrible. I know we're lacking talent, but the scheme is just goddamn awful. And until we figure that out a little bit, we can't even evaluate the offense. And that's, what's the most frustrating for me, Rob, where are you at coming off this chief's loss? Yeah, I think you nailed it. it. It's all on the defense. I mean, how can you not force a punt or two in, in the whole game? I mean, you let Mahomes go down. How do we have like linebackers on Tyreek Hill? Oh, um, it, it, it was just infuriating. And I agree with you, Sean. I mean, look, our defense isn't perfect from a talent perspective. Clearly, uh, you know, we knew there were some holes going into the season, but it seems like Gannon is just lost and that he is not, we kept hearing about these multiple fronts, you know, confusing the offense. We haven't seen any of it. Instead, we hear him this week saying they're not a dime team. Well, thanks for <laughs> announcing it to the whole NFL. Uh, great strategy there. Um, so the defense is the big frustrating point to me. I mean, we scored 30 points. I, I, I am actually more optimistic about the offense after this last game, but the defense, they just went, they just have crashed after that first game. Yeah. I mean, when I played at freedom high school, we had a dime defense, even on the freshman team, even on team, the, the third, a alternate string on the freedom high school, we had a dime defense. We didn't run it a lot and I get it. We don't have a ton of secondary depth, but to Rob's point, don't just announce that we don't have a dime defense so that when they, when the Panthers go five receivers 
And then we have, uh, you know, Eric Wilson guarding like Robbie Anderson or something like that. Like, well, why would you admit that? If anything, just go, Oh, we liked our matchups. And then I'm sure they would get a follow-up question. Like, really? You liked uh, Eric Wilson guarding Tyree kill. Doesn't make any sense. And, and Darius Slay is our best cornerback. Is he the best in the league? No. Is he top five? No. Is he top 10? Maybe top 10, top 15. Have him guard Tyree kill the entire game. Then figure it out from there. It makes no sense. Justin, where are you at? We actually were able to watch this game together. That was pretty fun. We, you rock the white side Jersey, not enough to swing the uh, results of Sunday, but what are your uh, takeaways from the chiefs game? Yeah, I was disappointed. I flew all the way to LA with the precious <laughs> white side Jersey, hoping to, to get something going and it just didn't work, but you know, I'm with you guys. Obviously the defense was frustrating. Rob pointed out that it was supposed to confuse offenses, but from what I'm starting to read is uh, Gannon is confusing his own defense with some of the stuff that he's running. <laughs> which is uh, making things more difficult for him, obviously. Um, they tried to do what the Chargers did. They tried to keep everything in front of them, but they couldn't stop anything. We were getting gashed in the run. Uh, you guys pointed out the mismatches, the Wilson on Hill in the red zone there. Um, and then, you know, we're nine. they were nine for 10 third downs against us, uh, which is just atrocious. I mean, we were able to get them to third down, but unfortunately there were a lot of short situations and we couldn't stop them. Um, as you guys saw, they scored every time down. Um, Sean, yeah, not one was, punt, yeah, not, not one, one punt. punt, you know, everyone on talk media, even in our Eagles thread, even, you know, even in our, our threads with other, uh, other buddies and stuff, it's the, there'll be lines like, well, we really needed to run the ball and chew up time of possession. Why? It doesn't matter if they score every time it doesn't. Okay. If you limit their possession to four possessions, well, they can only have four scores. Well, then that means you don't, you only had three possessions. I, and so the, the idea of running the ball more I'm down with, but to act like, Oh, if we just would have ran the ball more, that would have kept the chiefs offense. It doesn't matter. As soon as they were out there, they scored. I agree with that, Sean. At the same time, I think we shouldn't necessarily let Sirianni off the hook. No, his red zone calls were lacking. I yep. mean, some of the plays he called, I felt like could have been better, you know, swing past the Sanders when that isn't necessarily his strength. I think if you got the ball in a third and short situation, it's not a bad idea to run it, especially if you know that if you don't make it, you're probably going for it on fourth down. Um, I would have liked to have seen him go for it more on fourth against the chiefs as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you got to gamble against them, especially when you see our defense getting gashed as much as they did. And uh, by no means am I uh, letting the defense off the hook, but I think there are still a few things that Sirianni needs to work on when it comes to this play calling. But the offense overall, like you guys pointed out, did look much better this week compared to against Dallas. Yeah, the offense seemed to find a rhythm. Hertz uh, seemed to look pretty uh, look pretty competent back there. I mean, Hertz, you look at his numbers; like the numbers are good. He's only had two turnovers. He's second in the league in offensive yards, only behind Tom Brady. And yes, yeah, some of those yards are coming in garbage time, but still, like it, it seems like there really is something there. The, as far as like bright spots for me, you know, this Sirianni offense, it, it was predicated on getting yards after the catch. And and to their credit, they, they have done that. They've led the league in yards after the catch, 713 yards. Of course, second place is the lions at 655 yards. So maybe not the best stat if the lions are second and we're number one, but you have the Cardinals bucks and chiefs right after that. So I, I think for me, Jalen hurts does seem comfortable. The play calling seemed a little bit better, at least certainly from the debacle in Dallas. 
even on the defensive side, I'll say the bright spot for me has been um, Hargrave. Like that guy is playing his ass off, and he should be getting Fletcher Cox money. But uh, yeah, really, most of the bright spots are on the offense. What about you, Justin? Any other uh, bright spots offensively, defensively, maybe even I mean, coaching? I think we had quite a few actually. I mean, our O line. I mean, we only had Kelsey in there as a starter, right? Uh, starter for the year. I mean, they held up fairly well. I mean, I thought they played a good game. Um, they allowed Hertz enough time to play the game that he did, and he looked pretty good overall. He worked the middle. He got Hertz involved and uh, uh, Goddard. Hertz had six catches, and Goddard had five total. Uh, Gainwell, too, continues to be a huge bright yeah. spot for us. I mean, there's six receptions for 58 yards. Uh, he ran the ball a few times. We talked about the running. And actually – the thing that surprised me the most is I did not realize that Devonte Smith had the game that he did. Yeah, it was such a great quiet point. game. Seven catches, 122 yards, and I feel like we didn't hear enough about it simply because the defense looked so horrible. Yeah, it really was a uh, a kind of breakout game for Devonta Smith. Seven catches, 122 yards. I mean, when was the last time an Eagles receiver had over 100 yards that w- that was actually a receiver? Uh, it, it's crazy. So th- again, another bright spot there. And and granted the chiefs defense has been pretty porous, but still they got the job done. They moved the ball, they scored. And one more stat. That's just so crazy about Jalen hurts. He's had five touchdowns taken off the board, either between penalties or I, I guess it also was a penalty, but like Rager, when he ran out of bounds, like stuff like that. And then you even throw in that, that bad goal line play calling and man, he, he really, could be having a massive year statistically. And they, and then certainly they should have have at least a two wins coming in here. Rob, what about you? What are, what are some bright spots on the team so far sitting at one and three, a little disappointing, frustrating. Cause they have had some spots where they look pretty good. What's the, what's the biggest thing bothering you right now? Yeah. I mean, the bright spots, I, I mean, look, uh, aside from Hargrave who continues to be, have an absolute stellar year. It, I think they're all on offense. I, uh, Look, as harsh as I was on Sirianni last week after our Cowboys game, I do think he bounced back a bit in terms of play calling. Now, it was not perfect. I completely agree with you guys. The red zone play calling left a lot to be desired. But overall, we saw a team move the ball. And again, although we're criticizing our defense for not making the Chiefs punt, the Eagles likewise did not punt during that game. So we were also sustaining drives and moving the ball we just did not do a good job of punching it in when we got to the red zone, but I'm still going to take positives off that. You know, another thing I looked at again, and I, I cited this in our last episode, you know, again, we had multiple guys and it was Smith, Ertz, Gainwell, Goddard, Sanders, Watkins, Ward, and Rager all averaged at least around 10 yards, a catch or more. I think one of them might've been like nine, but that was the lowest of that group. So again, when we're getting the ball to our guys, they're, 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 they're moving the ball. They're, they're getting, you know, 10 yards of catch is solid. And some of them were over that. So I do like how he's scheming. And I do like how he's getting the ball to these guys in space where they can, uh, you know, run with the ball. And you already cited that stat. Interestingly, I saw that same stat that had the Panthers as the team with the second most yards after oh, okay. catch. So I, I, I don't know what the dichotomy was, but um, you know, I think the other thing that that I'm going to still take as a positive is I don't think the offensive line played that bad with, you know, only one starter in there again. 
Um, again, were they perfect? No, but I think it's showing us that we do have some decent depth at the offensive line. And some of these younger guys are growing into their own a bit. So, you know, I'm going to take a positive from that as well. Yeah, no, the offensive line depth was really tested last week. It's going to be tested again. And yeah, they, they seem to respond. I mean, we've killed Dillard and, and talked a ton, ton of crap on him rightly. So I think uh, because of how poor he looked at times, but he came up, he had a big game. Uh, Driscoll, I thought had a, a pretty good game as well. And yeah, you know, I mean, I, I don't feel like pressure was really an issue uh, for this offensive line. And again, if they want to run block more, which uh, you know, hopefully they, they still aren't calling enough designed run plays still haven't really figured out why miles Sanders isn't having a bigger role in this offense. It, it's just kind of frustrating. Cause he does look explosive when he has the ball. I mean, I, I get it. Kenny Gainwell also looks good and it's a good problem to have, but I, I, I still think there's some workhorse potential in miles Sanders that we're missing out. All right. We're going to move over to the, the Panthers preview in just a bit, but before we get to that, Realist Rob, Rob, what is the biggest issue holding this Eagles team back? We got 13 games remaining. Let's recalibrate. What do we need to get? Uh, what do we need to start doing to get back on the winning path? Yeah, I think we need to get the defense in order. You know, I, I think the take here is where were we duped by Jonathan Gannon? Uh, yeah. You know, he came in, he was supposedly a highly sought after uh, defensive coach. People were saying he was a future head coach and so far, we just have not seen it. And there's multiple things that are troubling about this. I mean, again, there's going to be bumps in the road. He's a first time defensive coordinator, but what we're seeing is it just seems like he's getting beat schematically. We talked last week about the holes in the run game that were not there last year with essentially the same players on the line. Now this week you hear Fletcher Cox who said he has to play better. And I agree. I think he's been a disappointment. He does need to play better no matter the scheme, but he was suggesting that there's some elements of the scheme this year that may be contributing to his lack of performance. Um, You know, Derek Barnett, I'm just totally out on him. How many more penalties do we have to deal with from that guy? I mean, he's just a liability on the field at this point. He's not contributing in any meaningful way. So I think the take is we're not going to get better as a team unless we can uh, get this defense in order. And unless Jonathan Gannon can switch up his schemes really quick, because when you're scoring 30 points a game or more, you should be right in there and have a chance to win. And, you know, we scored 30 points last game and it just never seemed like we had a chance to win that, or we had a chance to stop that offense of the Kansas city Chiefs. So the realist take is that we might be in a long in for a long season in terms of stopping offenses around the league. Yeah, that is uh and we'll get to that with the Panthers who certainly they're coming off a loss against the Cowboys bounce back opportunity for them at home. Before we get to that, I want to make sure we shout out our presenting sponsor of the diehard Eagles podcast and the sports gambling podcast network. That's right. It's win bet. Of course, you're looking to get down on some NFL action. Maybe you want to fade the Eagles, take the Carolina Panthers, Right now, the Panthers only lay in three points at home, total sitting at 45 and a half. And that line, of course, is available over at winnbet.com or download the WinBet app. They're active in a ton of states, more states coming, including 
New Jersey. I know there's a ton of uh, diehard Eagles fans in Jersey. So make sure you head over to winbet.com or download the win betting app. Get that risk free $1,000 bet. And if you're uh, placing your bets down at the uh, old sports book or casino, and you got some real sports bets, you can buy them and sell them over at propswap.com. Uh, maybe I should list my Nick Sirianni coach of the year ticket. See what I can get for that right now. Probably plummeting in value should have sold it after week one when it skyrocketed in value. And uh, that's, what's fun about prop swap is that you can buy and sell real sports bets and you don't even need your bets to win in order to make money. You just need the odds to improve in your favor. Make sure you go to propswap.com promo code S G P and get up to $500 in bonus cash. Rob, you mentioned it, but the uh, offensive line kind of a disaster right now, though. Good news on the way. Jordan Mylotta is coming back at left tackle. I don't think it really made a difference for the Chiefs game because they don't have much of a pass rush. But assuming he's healthy and fully recovered from that knee sprain, I, I think that's going to help them. Now, Lane Johnson has been ruled out. This is the second game in a row for a undisclosed personal issue. It sounds like. According to reports, him and uh, the Eagles team security went down there to Oklahoma, but now he's back. It seems like maybe it's resolved. Who knows? Hopefully he's he's back next week. I mean, Lane is a gamer. Uh, it sucks that he's not going to be able to play. And uh, again, I mean, who knows what's actually going on there, but uh, wish him the best. And man, the offensive line has played pretty well. The, the, the Panthers pass rush is decent. They're missing uh, a couple of their guys on the defensive front. Seven should be able to get a good push, but really overall we we've talked a bunch about Sirianni, but I think it is worth mentioning. Justin, what do you think is Sirianni in danger of losing this team? I think certainly after that, that debacle in Dallas Monday night, maybe little tiny bounce back against Kansas city, but are we worried? There was a bleeding green report that Nick Sirianni could be a one and done coach. Do you think that's a real possibility? And is he close to losing the team? I, I don't see that as being a possibility. Um, as far as like him being a one and done coach, no, nah, I think they stick with him at least another season. We'll see how this year goes, but I would I would anticipate that. I don't necessarily think he's losing the team just yet. Uh, but a couple of things are, are sticking out right now, and there are reasons why, how you do lose a team. Number one, the penalties. I mean, yeah, uh, obviously these guys got to get more disciplined, and it starts with Sirianni doing whatever he needs to do in order to get these guys uh, more disciplined. Um, those penalties are just killing us. Um, uh, number two is, and we've harped on it, the, the defense right now, and I saw that headline, right? Sirianni scorches Gannon. Oh, was that clickable? Um, so... <laughs> What was your take on the, what was your take on the article? If people didn't get to check it out, that's what he's got to do. He's got to get in uh, Gannon's ear, get him to get things right. At the same time, I think he's got to be careful and not pin offense against defense. Right. I think that's a key thing is have them work as a team. Make sure he's not just pinning all the blame on the defense. And from what I've seen so far, Sirianni does pretty well in press conferences and balancing the blame overall. But I think we can all admit that Gannon had a shitty ass game, a shitty two games at defensive coordinator. So I think those are just a couple of key things. Overall, I don't think he's lost them just yet. Um, It's going to take a few more losses in order for that to take place. I do think, though, however, playing the Panthers this week is going to be a good litmus test as far as how how much these guys want to continue to buy in to what he is preaching. 
because the Panthers, I think, are definitely a team we can beat. Um, KC, we all admit, we really didn't have much of a chance. No. But if we lose this game and we look bad doing it, I think that could be the start of something. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. If if we if we get embarrassed down in Carolina, it's it's going to be a long plane flight home, and maybe Sirianni will take some time to clear his head and grind uh, with an undisclosed woman at some bar, a la Urban Meyer. But Rob, we'll let you kick things off. Panthers preview: What do the Eagles need to do on defense? I mean, again, the defense is so weird. First two games combined, they let up twenty three points, and again, and obviously it's San Francisco and Atlanta, not powerhouses. But then back to back forty burgers put up on the Eagles. What do we need to do to get this defense right? Well, number one, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I read today that McCaffrey's out, so I think we got lucky. On yeah, that he's one. He's uh he's listed as doubtful, <laughs> so I usually that doesn't mean that means they don't play. Yeah, so that's I mean that's a good starting point for our defense to not have to deal with him. You know, number two, I think we we got to get after Darnold. I mean, yeah, he's he's had a decent season so far, quite honestly, but he's still a young QB. And I think there's plenty you can do to try to confuse him or force him into making a mistake. So, um, you know, I think we got to win the turnover battle as we do in any game. And I think this is an opportunity where if we can wreak some havoc and get some pressure on Darnold, I do think he will make a mistake or two that we could capitalize on. So to me, it's going to start with him and probably it's going to be that pass rush. Those guys are going to have to show up and they're going to have to get some push. Yeah, I agree. Hardgrave has to be a disruptor inside. He's our best player on defense. And I'd like to see two turnovers. I know it's crazy, but two turnovers. That's the other thing. Like, (laughs) go back to the Chiefs game real quick. I mean, we converted our third downs at like 60% and won the turnover battle at home and put up 30 points and still lost by 12. And it never was a game. Like, that's hard to do. So if we can continue to win the turnover battle, which we've done, I I think that'll be huge. I would love to see one of our cornerbacks or secondaries get an interception. And I do think Darnold is one of those guys. You pressure him. You can force him into mistakes and Chuba Hubbard is a competent backup, but certainly he's no Christian McCaffrey. Justin, what about you? What's, what's a good uh, take here on defense for the Eagles coming up Sunday against the Panthers? I know it's a hard ask, but I think we need to learn how to stop the run. Um, and if we can yeah. do that, like you guys were saying, the, the ball is in Darnold's hands. I think he can make mistakes then, but I think the first thing we got to do is stop the run. And, you know, also Darnold's run because he has five TDs so far, uh, five rushing TDs so far this season, which I, when I looked that stat up, I was surprised, but it's true. Um, so in that case, we got to make sure that we can stop the run, but make sure Darnold's the guy trying to score, get the points for them overall. And I think we can have a, a fairly good game on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, they're calling him uh, Sam Sam Arnold, a la like kind of basically combining uh, Lamar and uh, Sam in Darnold. There, he actually leads the league in rushing touchdowns, which is pretty crazy. And if he ends up closing the season out as the leading, I don't. Even, I'm sure he probably wasn't even listed in the uh, most rushing touchdowns. And you're right; those those third down runs that a quarterback does to move the sticks. Like I I could just see our defense hanging back, actually having decent coverage. And then him scrambling for eight yards to pick up a first down on third and eight and and keep the travel. We live the chiefs game, Sean. (laughs) I know. Uh, And and he's no Patrick Mahomes, but he's looked good uh, running this year. And and that's certainly something to be worried about as far as the offensive side of the ball. Let's not be again, broken record here. Let's not be afraid to uh, get miles Sanders 
involved early and often get him at least 12 rushes. That's a very reasonable goal. And then just continue to build on Devonta Smith's momentum. Like the kid really had a good game against the chiefs. And I think he's going to have some opportunities against the Panthers there without their uh, cornerback JC horn that they drafted in the first round there. He broke his foot. So some opportunity on the back end there, Rob, what do you want to see on the offensive side of the ball? I think this week's just all about finishing the drives. I think we were so yeah. close last week. Uh, you know, I, I get that we still want to see more runs and we're not happy with the ratio, but um, you know, we did move the ball. I did think the play calling was much better aside from in the red zone where, you know, I think there were some questionable calls. So I think this week is just about building up, building on that, the success that we had last week and moving the ball, but making sure we finish the drives. If if we can finish those drives, I think we we could be a very tough offense going forward. I mean, I do think, you know, Hertz keeps saying we're not a finished product, but we're close. And when you watch that game, you do see a little optimism. I mean, I, I came away from that game, quite honestly, encouraged about the offense as a whole. So I just want to see us finish. I want to see us keep working Smith in the game. Um, you know, let's run the ball with Sanders, but quite honestly, let's run the ball with Gainwell too. He he's yeah. just he's almost looking better to me at this point. And I don't know the the conspiracy conspiracy theorist in me thinks maybe they're just building Gainwell up because they know they're not going to sign Sanders at the end of his contract, and uh, or maybe they just like what they see out of him better. But it seems like he's becoming a bigger role in the offense than Sanders is. Yeah, I definitely think there is something to, well, again, why they drafted him, the, the amount of touches he's getting. You know how he's still in the back room pulling his levers. And I don't think they want to extend Miles Sanders. And I, I guess I don't blame them. Uh, if you can get a team friendly deal, certainly would be down. I, I, I just like the kid overall. And I think he, he has a bunch of potential, but you shouldn't be paying any running back uh, big money in the National Football League. Justin, what about you? What do you want to see on the offensive side of the ball? Well, actually, one thing I do want to point out, special teams-wise, first of all, is I mm. like the switch from Watkins to Regor. I was getting frustrated with watching Watkins constantly take the ball out of the end zone and only get 20 yards. Uh, Regor seems a little bit more disciplined. Yeah. And when you saw him last week, he seemed to at least get 25, even more yards when he was taking it, um, taking those kickoff returns. So I, I did want to mention that because I, I, I like the change. I, I was happy to see that they were kind of noticing what I was noticing there. Um, offense overall, Sean, you pointed it out. I think just with this, you know, duct taped O line, Lane not playing. I know my lot is back. Um, we our line needs to really hold up against these guys. They played really well against bad teams. I think they gave up four sacks to the Saints and the Texans, and then they had that great opening uh, game against the Jets, where they had six sacks against Wilson. So I, that would be the first thing overall I'd like to see. I was trying to look into more stats. The one other thing I, I noticed is that Dallas had, and I'm still looking into it, I believe over 200 rushing yards against them last week. So, I, I mean, if we could get the run game going, hopefully um, that's something we can look into as well. Yeah. And, and guys, just one thing that I think we should acknowledge again, and I think this is something that we've brought up before and, and should continue to bring up, but you know, Jalen hurts again after last game, uh, you know, his completion percentage on the season now is hovering around 66%. So that was the huge narrative in the off season. We've talked about it, his 52% completion, how he wasn't accurate. And now here we are, you know, four games into the season and he's at 66%. 
Um, so he's proven people wrong. And, you know, that's with that one outlier game too, against the Cowboys, where I think he was closer to 50%. So he's, he's delivering the ball accurately and he's not turning the ball over. And, you know, I think that's a stat we should continue to look at going forward. Yeah. I mean, if you just, let's say we drafted Jalen hurts in the first round and you looked at his numbers and stats and said like, Hey, this is his rookie year. And this is what he's put together in the first eight games. I think you would be pretty happy. Even I test and stats and yet it still seems like uh, for people, it's not enough. Hopefully the defense can help him out and he can get some more W's and get ready to roll. All right. We're going to move to Justin's gem in just a second. Before we do want to shout out prediction strike. That's right. You ever wanted to play the stock market, but for sports prediction strike is just that you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. I mean, I, I still think the the price on Jalen Hurts is pretty low, massive opportunity. Not not quite a penny stock, but he's definitely a buy low, sell high candidate. Uh, prediction strike, kind of like Robin Hood and DraftKings. If they had a baby, you can. Uh, it's pretty cool. You can create portfolios of some of your favorite athletes. Again, very easy to use. Just head over to predictionstrike.com or download the app from the App Store. Use code SGPN Eagles and you get a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. That's predictionstrike.com. Promo code SGPN Eagles, predictionstrike.com. And you want to talk about making money. What about saving money? Mint Mobile can make you, or sorry, help you save money with their wireless plans that are just 15 bucks a month. They ship it out to you. You keep your same phone number, your same phone. Very easy. Just go to mintmobile.com slash sports SGP, mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. And if you don't like it, they got a nice seven day money back guarantee. So we got you making money. We got you saving money. What about the next thing on the bucket list? That's right. Getting your hair back, baby. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months. So make sure you act fast. Shout out to the listener who sent me uh, some photos of Tyler Lockett saying uh, he needed to get some keeps going and uh, his, his hair. I, again, I shouldn't talk, but uh, that's why I'm going to head over to keeps.com slash SGP. Hang on to the hair. I have treatment can take four to six months to see results. So act fast. Just go to keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash SGP. All right, time to find the diamond in the rough. That thing that is going to swing the Eagles for this game, Justin. What is your gem for this Eagles Panthers game? Uh, you know, I I didn't want to go with the QB, so I, I was trying to think of what could help us, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And I I know McLeod played last week, um, and we still lost, and we didn't look good. But and he played uh what over seventy two percent of the snaps. But I'm hoping with him, you know, in this game, this being his second week back, uh, learning a little bit more of what's taking place on the defensive side of the ball. The fact that you played with Anthony Harris in college, you know, those are two safeties there. Um, hopefully he'll be a difference maker for us this week, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and the fact that, you know, Wallace is injured. Epps was looking OK, but, you know, I, I think McLeod is a big upgrade from that. And I think he can really solidify some stuff. And hopefully they close up some of the issues that we have been having uh, recently. I like it. I like it. Nice, uh, nice opportunity to, uh, you know, help out on the defense and hopefully McLeod uh, can do that. Robbie, 
What about you? What what can the fans do, or what are you planning on doing this Sunday? Any any mojo updates here? Believe. I think believe. the fans need to believe. This is the point in the season where uh, you know, there is talk about losing the team, people giving up. I think it's premature. Uh, and I'm the realist of us, but um, I think we got to believe we got to remember that this is a young team. It's a young coach and, you know, pull out your special shirt, go through your game day routine, stick to it. Don't get lazy. Um, don't say, well, the, the season's getting away for us. I got to <laughs> do it. You got, you got to, you know, being a fan takes work and, and you got to stick to your routine and make sure you do everything you need to do for us to win. Agreed. I'm uh, traveling up in uh, Northern California for comedy festival, but uh, yeah, already scouting out where we're going to be watching the game, what I'm going to be rocking. I'm going to be rocking the salute to service Eagles hoodie. It's always a uh, good vibe, you know, embracing the troops and the Eagles. Justin, what about you? We hung out last week. That wasn't, that wasn't enough to swing things in our favor. Are you dusting off the white side Jersey again? No, I think the white side Jersey gets hung up. Uh, maybe <laughs> when we make the playoffs, I might dust it back off, but for right now it stays there. But I think as a fan, we just got to stay disciplined. Um, there's been a few times <laughs> stay in our lanes. where I, I feel like some of us have made a bit of rookie mistakes, cheering a little too early. You yeah. know, Regor touchdown where he stepped out of bounds. Yep. Um, I noticed the Smith one this week. I didn't cheer too early for that one. That was pretty noticeable, but I'm sure some <laughs> people did. I made, I made a rookie unfortunate mistake last week. I'll admit it. Yep. Um, where on one of those, I think three touchdowns that got called back due to penalties. Um, I, I touched you, Sean, uh, and I, I grabbed your shoulders and I said, yeah. And I cheered. And then we, I, I stopped myself all of a sudden. It was like I was a 10 year old kid again and I forgot to wait to see for the look for the flags. And uh, I will take that one, Eagles fans. That one's on me. I apologize for that penalty. I definitely cheered too early. And I think we all need to just step back and stay disciplined and wait for the flags and uh, just see how the refs can screw us before we start cheering. <laughs> and uh, we actually got a good nugget here. The, the ref that's doing this game, Sean Hockley, in the past 17 games, 13, three and one against the spread for the road team four and oh against the spread for the uh, road team. So far this season, that's that of course, from our buddy, uh, moon off Manji over at sports gambling podcast.com with a sweet little uh, ref report there, a little inside information. All right, let's talk uh, DFS little player props. And of course these numbers, courtesy of prizepicks.com. head over to prizepicks.com, Use that promo code SGP hundred percent instant deposit bonus up to $100. Rob, give me uh we'll just go two here. Give me two of your favorite over under plays for this Eagles Panthers game. Rob, who are your two favorite over under plays for the Eagles Panthers? All right. Well, you know, I think the last week we all thought how could Miles Sanders not have uh, running yards and took the over on that. So, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Um, until they prove that he's going to run any significant amount, I'm staying away from those bets or taking the under. Um, but I am going to take the Hertz 43 and a half rushing yards. I think he can continue to prove that he can make some plays with his legs. Um, so I, I would take that one. Um, I also like Smith over 59 and a half yards. I think he's going to continue to build off last game's performance. Um, and the third one I like is uh, Goddard, 33 and a half yards. I, I think our tight ends uh, will continue to get the ball. I think Goddard, um, you know, will exceed that number uh, this week. 
Yeah, not a uh, not a bad angle at all, Justin. What do you like uh, of these uh, player props? What, what are a couple of your favorites? Uh, I'm with Rob. I'm going to stay away from uh, Miles here. Yeah, I was even tempted maybe to look up Gainwell, see what he has, and possibly go with him. But I'm going to stay away from the rushing yards. Um, they they seem to have a decent rushing defense, at least against the Jets and Texans. They had, they had a really good games. So uh, the two guys actually, I figured I'd double dip here. And I would go with Goddard 33 and a half and even Ertz at 28 and a half and go over. I know I'm picking two tight ends here, but just based upon what they did last game, the fact that it looks like um, Hertz is now finding his tight ends open regularly. I think those are good choices to go with. Um, and, you know, you kind of, uh, you got to assume that at least one of them makes you money. So worst case scenario, you break even, but I think both of them will, will uh, hit the overs there. Yeah, Dalton Schultz had a big game against the Panthers. He had six catches for 58 yards and a touchdown. I think uh I think Goddard continues to give it get it done. Give me him over 33 and a half receiving yards and Hurts, 247 and a half passing yards. They keep giving him nice makeable throws. Like Rob pointed out, his completion percentage is up. And I think there's gonna be some opportunities for Devonta Smith. And you know, I I I of these, I like Goddard and Hertz over the best uh, because I, I do think they're going to be able to pass the ball on this uh, on this Panthers defense, which has some issues. They started out great, cooled off a little bit as of late. All right, time for the final predictions. Of course, the Eagles three point dogs here as they go to Carolina. Total sitting at forty five and a half. Justin, give me uh, your player of the game, the guy who's going to be in the Eagles' nest, and your final score predictions. Uh, for this game against the Panthers. I think the guy who we're going to continue to see, you know, rack up those yards and even receptions, especially this game is going to be Gainwell. Mm. I, I'm going to, you know, hitch my wagon to him. I, I, I tried to early in the season, hitch my wagon to Sanders. Uh, it has not worked out. But <laughs> you need I, a I new think, wagon. <laughs> I know I needed a new wagon. It busted. So I'm going to go with Gainwell. I do think it's going to be a close one. I even uh, was tempted to take the Panthers here, but you know what? I think these, the offense at least has got something going. Uh, I think the defense, you know, they're playing uh, an offense that is not nearly as good as the Kansas city chiefs. So they should be able to get at least some breaks this game. Uh, I think we can pull it out, but I do think it's going to be close. I'm going to say 27, 26 Eagles. So sweet. So you said 27, 26 Eagles, they win by one. They win by one. Yes. All right. Love it. Let's go. Justin is believing. Now it's time to send it over to Rob, the realist. Rob, give us your Eagles player of the game and a and a prediction for this Sunday. Yeah, um, you know, I keep trying to think outside the box for a player of the game, but I, I just don't think uh I don't think this is a team where you can think outside the box. I think it's gonna be a guy on offense, and I think it's gonna be Jalen Hurts. I I I think. Um, you know, if we're going to win games going forward, it's going to start with her or hurts. And, you know, if he's distributing the ball, if he's making smart decisions, we're going to have a chance to win games. So to me, it's going to be him. Can he put together two good performances in a row, not turn the ball over? We're going to find out. I think he can. I actually, like I said, came out of last week, optimistic. I'm incredibly concerned about the defense, but I am optimistic about the offense. I think we win this game. Um, surprising to lots of people, I'm sure, but I'm going to say 27 to 21 Eagles. 
I think the defense bounced back a little bit. I don't think they're going to be great, but I think the offense is going to carry us. Love it. And yeah, I, I, I know I didn't pick him for the, uh, the, the player props, but I, I think my player, of the game, Devonta Smith, I think he builds on that seven for one twenty-two he had against the chiefs and has another hundred yard plus game. And which means also Hertz is going to be thrown really well. And I think they're going to be able to move this ball against the Panthers defense. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles 31 Carolina Panthers, 24 Eagles get a big W and have some momentum coming into the Thursday night matchup against the Tampa Bay bucks. Oh man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the diehard Eagles podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the diehard Eagles podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts drop a, a nice rating and review for us. That always helps us uh, take down all these evil Cowboys podcasts. And uh, we're on Twitter right now. So give us a follow on Twitter at diehard Eagles 52 at diehard Eagles 52 for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean second money green for Rob for Justin go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds.